The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you are caring for a person with autism... Great information from a trusted source can be a lifeline. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. We are here to have the conversations that will help you create success for the extraordinary individual with autism in your life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. I am the vice president over at Autism Spectrum Therapies. We're an agency that provides services to kids all across the country, primarily ABA, but we're always kind of reaching into other things, providing a little bit of OT, a little bit of speech, providing some diagnostic services, and, and most importantly, I think the parent resources and, and advocacy um, over these last few years with all the changing to the funding that uh, is basically providing the services for our kids. Um, you know, coming to the end of the year and really just just really excited, really really excited for kind of where we're going. You know, I think about 2013 and um, it was definitely a, I don't know, in many ways a really fulfilling year and in many ways a very challenging year. I felt like I was going through constant ups and downs and um, just spent the last year, or I should say just spent the other day kind of starting to map out like what's 2014 going to look like? What, what's, what's the show going to look like? What, what kind of guests are we going to have? Who do we want to reach out to? And you know, it got me really excited. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to really get excited for what this, what this new year is going to bring. Um, I don't know if it's because of this optimism that I, I oftentimes walk into things. Um, you know, I, I really, as I've said on the show before, I really believe in karma. Like you do good things, good things happen to you. And I feel like as I look back at 2013 with all the, you know, all the challenges, all the difficulties, um, I I feel like we have done, and I speak for me, myself, my team at AST, um, and just the parts of the community that you guys represent that I've been able to kind of speak with more directly, I feel like we've done good things this year. And I'm just getting really excited for what the new year is going to bring and and, and where we're going to go. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to be faced with challenges. And that was a big part of what, you know, this meeting that, that I'm referring to kind of talked about. It's like, well, you know, what are the challenges? What are we going to be confronted with? Um, but I got really excited about when we started talking about, like, what are the, some of the good things we're going to get to do? And what are some of the, the great opportunities that are going to present themselves? And as, as I look ahead, I, I really do think there's so many great opportunities. I mean, I, insurance is such a big part of my, my job here in my life that I see lots of positive opportunities down the road. Not that they're going to be easy, but it seems like more and more states are passing mandates. It seems like more and more opportunities are presenting themselves. More and more insurance companies are calling me to say, please join our network. We want to do more. We're not doing enough. We have needs. Come and help us. And, and that's exciting to have them call me, you know, not me chase them down like so many years ago when, when I first started dealing with insurance. It, it seems like something good. There's, there's an access to services that is really starting to develop and is, is just going to get bigger. It, it feels like, you know, for, for the ABA people out there, it feels like there, there is more respect and recognition of what the BCBA is. And more and more states are, are getting into conversations about, well, what could a licensed behavior analyst bill look like? Yes, that's a hard conversation. But for me personally, it's one that I'm really excited about. It's one that I actually really want to be more involved in in this coming year because I think it's important. I think we do something specific that we, we should really look to establish ourselves and, and be more, I guess, mainstream or more part of the, the general framework of, of the therapeutic community. So I see all these really good things happening. 
it's not going to be easy. It's, it, I think our community is, is probably used to challenges and, and every great story we hear on this show, I feel like we also hear the challenges that got, that had to happen before that great story could really take place. But I just see more and more support, more and more of us getting together, more and more conversations, and the conversations just becoming more and more sophisticated. And and looking back, I feel like that's something that that this last year on this show has been is I feel like these conversations are getting more and more sophisticated, and I'm just really excited for what 2014 can um, create in terms of opportunities and conversations. So uh, let's get to the show, and I'm I'm really excited about today's show. I'm really excited about about our guest today. Um, today I'm joined by. Uh, Shauna Zielig, and she is the creator of Yoga for Exceptional Children. And that's a unique yoga program which incorporates her training in yoga for the special child as well as her work as an occupational therapist. Shauna graduated from New York University with a Master's of Arts in Occupational Therapy for Developmental Disabilities in 2001 and from McGill University in Montreal, Quebec with a, mas- uh, sorry, a Bachelor's of Science in Occupational Therapy in 1997. She received the certification in yoga for the special child, uh, the Sonia Sumar method, in 2009. Ashana brings a wealth of knowledge through direct observation and experience, which continues to bear great fruit through her deep dedication of the personal growth of each child. She works with a large variety of children and is extremely dedicated to the personal growth of each child. She's currently working at the Help Group and Go to Yoga in Culver City. With a calm and steady approach, she brings lighthearted enthusiasm to her classes. Shauna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rob. So I have to, I know we were talking about this kind of leading up, but I, I you know, the, the joke here in the office was when I presented uh, you as a guest for the show and I said, I want to talk to this person, I want her on the show, uh, everyone in my office was like, well, how did you hear about this? And I, I of course, said, I go to go to yoga in Culver City most Saturdays and everyone here started laughing because I, uh, I don't know if it's my, my frame or what, but the, the idea of me doing yoga was, uh, brought a big laugh to everybody here at, uh, AST. I, I guess I didn't fit the profile, but, um, but I looked at your flyer for maybe like six months before I put two and two together of, you would be a great guest for us. Well, yeah, and that's actually kind of perfect because I would say my students don't fit the profile of the perfect yoga student either. So that's all kind of fits in perfectly. Yeah, I think that's kind of I think that's actually why I like yoga is um, aside from just the the therapeutic value I find for me. Uh, when I look around the class, I don't think anyone is actually you know quote unquote good. Everyone is kind of like, oh, that's not the student you would expect or that's not the student you would expect and it feels like the students you would expect are almost the minority yeah and that's actually what i love about go to yoga and cheryl who's the studio owner who Mm -hmm. i connected with immediately when i started going to her classes and when i started talking to her i said oh this is what i do would you be open to having a class she said yes definitely when should we start and she's just always she's just an amazingly open person her classes her regular classes draw such a variety of people you'll see a really wide range of ages in the class, in her adult classes and that's what makes the studio so amazing and such a great place for me to run my yoga for exceptional child class now what what drew you i'm i'm always kind of curious um because and, and like you said your kids are not maybe the, the, the typical child you would anticipate or a typical yoga student you would maybe have in like a, an image. Um, but what led to you creating this and starting this class um, and, and I guess deviating from the occupational therapy training you had uh, earlier in your career? Yeah. Um, well, I would say I always – I still use my occupational therapy training, and I embrace it. It guides what I still do today. But it was around um, the early 2000s that I was looking for something more to offer the children. And I had already started my own yoga practice and was feeling the personal benefits for myself on how it helped me cope with change how it helped me be more flexible, have less fear. And when I thought about the children with autism, fear and overstimulation is such a large part of their lives. I thought, oh, of course yoga would be great for them. I 
wasn't really sure how to go about getting started. Um, and then looking at different trainings, I found Yoga for the Special Child, taught by Sonia Sumar. When I first went to her class in 2005, I was completely transformed. I was very surprised it turned into a personal yoga discovery, which she believes is important for then bringing it deeply to the children. She just talked about all the basics that I believe in working with children, starting from a place of love, starting from a place of connection, and of course with children with autism, connection is key, building social interaction and connection, and all the classes really start from there. So it really all kind of tied in perfectly. I started using the program within my OT services for the schools, still working on the same goals of building strength coordination, and saw the benefits and then decided that I wanted to lead my own class in a yoga studio outside of the schools. That's awesome. So what are what are some of those benefits that you saw in the classes? Well, you know, yoga has many benefits for all people that I think many people know about with increasing strength, coordination, balance, flexibility, endurance, concentration. But I think some of the surprising benefits that I noticed were an increase in spontaneous language, an increase in a sense Mm. of joy, and just increase in general well-being. The motivation to participate was really there, and that's what I see. It might take a few classes for the kids to feel comfortable with the place and the routine, but once they see what we're working on, they're really motivated to keep coming, and they really enjoy the process. Awesome. Well, you know, I want to I want to get more into like what this program is and and how the class is set up. But let's take a quick commercial break before we do, and then we'll come back and talk more about this awesome yoga program with Shauna. We'll be right back, everyone. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. Uh, Today, we're talking with Shauna Zelig, uh, the creator of this awesome yoga program here in Culver City, uh, Yoga for the Exceptional Children. Um, You know, we, we talked about the benefits um, I was really curious about, you know, what what the program looks like. Is it, you know, I, I think of my yoga class and we go through our, our, our different sun salutations and our different um, structured kind of 
I guess, flow. I, I don't really do well with yoga terms. I just kind of do it. But um, like, what? It, how's the program set up? How how is the class set up? Is it is it a consistent structured flow like that, or is it uh, a little different? Yeah, this is a great question, and flow is the perfect word to describe what goes on in the yoga class. So I would say the classes always begin and end in the exact same way. Um, we kind of sing a beginning welcome to the class and just help the children enter the room, feel ready to focus on what we're about to do. Then we do a series of poses, and that order always varies. What's always the same is that we break the poses down so that the children can really know what's involved in the pose, really feel where their body is in space, and then also pair each pose with breath. So when th- what makes yoga different from other forms of exercise is connecting it to your breathing. And when a child is really focused on their breathing, they're able to pay more attention on where their body is in space and really connect to each pose. It's also broken up with some music to keep it fun and to keep the children engaged. And we really have a great time. So then um, by the end of the class, we always end with um, what's called a deep relaxation, just like in an adult yoga class. Mm -hmm. And that's the time that's always amazing for me to watch because I'll see kids um, who have a lot of self-stims or kids who move around a lot after a few classes are really able to lay still. And it usually starts with laying still with their eyes open, but Mm -hmm. I talk to them through guiding this process of relaxing their body, and I see what the class needs for that day in order to relax, and often Mm -hmm. it's music, often it's just simple chimes, and just me talking through which parts of their body need to relax, and by the end, they're all able to lay still. Um, So watching that happen and just gives them a chance to really feel what stillness feels like, what it feels like to be still in their body. And then I guide them out of that slowly. We sit Mm -hmm. and we end the class with a song. And I also have each child roll up their own mat at the end, you know, put their mat away. And these are things that in the beginning parents seem to want to jump in and do for their children. So just that alone is giving the kids a big sense of independence. I'm curious, is it just you teaching the class, or are there, like, aides or assistants in the class as well? This class is just me, and as long as the class stays at a certain small size, then I'm Uh able to have it with just me. I have had other people come in, and if they have not gone through the yoga for the special child training, it is difficult to keep them connected with me, connected with the children, because that connection, which isn't always spoken, mm-hmm. is the key to the class. Yeah. So if there's people in the class assisting me, they really need to understand what that connection is and where it actually comes from. And it was through my training with Sonia Sumar that I was able to learn that. So right now it's her training which passes along that beautiful connection, which I see as the key to helping these kids benefit from the program. I, I think it's so interesting, this connection that you're talking about, because I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. I, I feel like I get that in, in my classes as well. But I think about kids with autism and we talk about nonverbal cues and how many kids with autism have difficulty picking up on nonverbal cues. But this connection, at least the one I feel in my class, is oftentimes nonverbal. It, it's not necessarily someone talking in my ear the whole time. It's these other sensory feelings that, I, that I'm taking in and processing. And so I think it's really interesting how these kids are forming these connections on all these cues that are supposed to be their deficit. Right, and I think it's beautiful that because you practice yoga, you know what I'm talking about. And that's really the key is that you can't know unless you practice it. And yeah. really, these kids are better at that connection than we are. And that's why my classes are only 45 minutes, but an adult class is usually an hour, an hour and a half, because yeah. it, it takes verbal functioning adults longer to go to this place of connection, which is nonverbal. These kids are already there, and it's almost like some of their stims, some of their avoidances 
are because they're in that place of connection where the noises and the talking takes them out of that. And it is a very peaceful, comfortable place. And I think a lot of the behaviors we see are from kids who they're being pulled out of that. So if we can meet them at that place, at that level of connection, and then teach them skills from that place, mm-hmm. I've seen also um, benefits in my practice as an OT where I've been able to teach parts of handwriting and traditional OT aspects where in watching the children actually grasp the concepts that they've struggled for years to get. Yeah, that's, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you is if you feel like this class has changed how you go about being an occupational therapist when you're working at the schools in how you present tasks or, or target goals. I think it is because now yoga is such a foundation of who I am and it's such an important practice that I will go in and lead an OT group in a classroom and start with some movement and some breathing. And it's not traditional yoga, but it's Mm -hmm. always moving and breathing. And I've had um, some speech therapists say, oh, I've tried to copy that, but it's not really the same when I try to copy what you're doing. And I think that's where I'm bringing in the yoga training without really even knowing that I am, that mm-hmm. there is, it's not just the breathing, it's not just the movement, but it's how those are brought together and how it's, uh, I want the kids to follow me, but mm-hmm. I'm not pushing them to follow me and they are all just naturally following following me over time. I'm not saying that this is a magical cure, but and this all takes time and dedication and consistency, but um, those are the changes that I'm seeing, just that the kids are more willing to participate without being so pushed into something that is more what a therapist wants them to do. Not that that's a bad thing, because our kids do need to be pushed in a lot of areas, but there is this... Through yoga, I've kind of learned a different way to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't really thinking about that, but I, I go back to I, I had an old um, an old supervisor years and years ago um, who was supervising all the work I was doing. Actually, here at AST, in in terms of ABA, you know, in ABA we have this sense, or I think there's a lot of stereotypes of the ABA being very very structured, and and I find that if you know ABA well. It's there are rules, there's guidelines, but mm-hmm. if you know the guidelines well, you can create flexibility. And mm. I feel like I, I, I'm thinking of, I don't know, I, I'm thinking I'm going again, my own personal yoga practice, and I'm thinking of Jules, the, the instructor I go to every Saturday. And I, Jules is always about putting, if I hear her correctly, it's about, you know, here we have this structure, here we have this forum. But she's always about us exploring and expressing ourselves at various points of time within that forum. And everyone's body pushes itself or can go in different directions. And I almost feel like that's what you're saying. It's like you're creating this forum for these kids to push themselves. There's structure. There's rules. But they have choices. They have freedoms. They have opportunities to kind of be themselves as well. Mm -hmm. And... Like to me, that's just, I don't know, maybe it's just because of this one supervisor, but that feels like good therapy. Like that feels like what good therapy should be. We push you, but there's room for you as well. Yeah, and I've seen, you know, I've seen myself getting caught into a rhythm of doing this, the, the class in the exact, the, structuring the poses in the same way. Mm-hmm. And then when I, because kids like the consistency, but the importance is in varying the structure so that they can learn, oh, I don't have to always do this pose after this pose. And mm. it's building flexibility for both of us at the same time, really. That's awesome. You know, you, you're talking about building flexibility, and, and that makes sense. I was curious if you've had um, any parents or, or maybe the kids themselves report back, you know, after, again, not right away, but maybe after a series of, of classes and, and practicing on an ongoing basis, are they reporting increased flexibility at in like their day-to-day lives or better coping strategies in their day-to-day lives? Like, are they reporting other benefits outside of your sessions? Um, yeah, and I haven't seen them use the word flexibility with coping mm-hmm. with change. And so just my personal experience, the parents haven't used the word flexibility, but mm-hmm. just um, just more the feedback I've gotten has been just more grounded, more connected, more able to participate in all areas of their lives. Wow. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I mean, it, it makes sense. And that was, that was actually one of the things that I was most, um, I guess, most interested in, in why I wanted to talk to you is like, I, I know how I feel at the end. Like I dread, I'm the worst. I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to go to yoga. I'm tired. I want to sleep 30 more minutes. And every single class, I'm the same way afterward. I feel great. I'm so happy I got out of bed. And mm-hmm. it's because I feel, and I don't feel stressed. I feel yeah. de-stressed. Yeah. And I, I just had to assume that why, you know, it's this idea of why would our kids feel any differently? Yeah, and that's exactly it. It's really yoga for our children has the same benefits that yoga has for us. It's awesome. Well, yeah. I want to I want to take another commercial break, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more with Shauna about uh, yoga for exceptional children. Be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's more info at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. We're talking about a really cool program called Yoga for Exceptional Children. Um, and I am I'm really interested about, you know, Shauna, you and I were talking during the break. And um, we were talking about practice. And, and you made a... You made a comment that I think is really interesting and I'd love to talk more about is, you know, how the kids are having a connection in the class and is, is there an opportunity for parents to, to participate and, and pick up a yoga practice to then ha- understand that connection and, and could that lead to them doing more yoga and creating um, maybe a different type of connection with their kid if they're doing it together? Yeah, and I I think eventually that's really going to be the key. You know, the mindset for families that I've seen is they want to do everything they can for their child, and they do so much, and they work so hard, and they're asking for feedback if what they're doing is right. And whatever a parent is giving a child is always perfect, and they're there for their children. And I think what sometimes gets missing in the equation is how can the parent take care of themselves? And so we've experienced this benefit of yoga, and I think if the parents can just have a taste of what a yoga practice feels like, can understand why their children are benefiting from yoga and then eventually do this practice together as a family, just as a time for the family to really connect, be with each other, explore their own body, and move from there in a way that they're all connected with each other. I think 
that really would be the key is uh, helping these families understand the benefits. Um, I do have a lot of parents that are open and they have started try- doing some yoga and it just, it all just takes time that, um, you know, for us in our busy lives, like you're saying, getting out of bed, making time to do the practice. Um, but once we get started with it, we really see how much, how good we feel when we do it and understand where our kids are going with it. Yeah. You know, I think about it. I think about exercise and, you know, you, you were talking before about the exercise piece of things. And I think about, um, you know, part of me is thinking about some clients I have, some kids I've worked with where like the family goes to the gym together where it's like, all right, we're going to go, or maybe they go and play sports together. You know, it, it almost feels like this could be, it's just another option. This could be a substitute, but a way for families to connect on a different level. Yeah, definitely. And um, that brings me to a story of my first yoga student that I wanted to share. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I started um, as working as her OT in preschool in New York in 2001. And after she graduated from the preschool, I lost touch with her. And then one day I ran into her mother in Midtown Manhattan. And to me, I was still surprised, even though somehow in Manhattan that happens all the time. So I ran into her mother and I just told her about this yoga training that I was doing, yoga for the special child. And I was so excited about it that I offered it to her daughter. And, of course, she said yes. And I saw quickly how much her daughter loved it. And so they started there when she was around. I started with her when she was about eight. And I'm still in touch with the family now. And they have two girls. And both girls love yoga. And both girls are now teenagers. And they have a regular yoga practice. And when I look at them, I think about just how wonderful it is that they're active and how important exercise is. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be yoga, but something that the kids love to do, especially with kids with autism, it's really important for them to stay active. And this is a wonderful way that many kids with autism love and choose to stay active in this way. Yeah. Something about the word active got me thinking. We had a, we had a guest on the show a while back. Um, his name is Ido Kadar, and Ido is a young man on the, with autism. And he was talking about his experiences and that for him, he, he had been put through these adaptive physical education classes for, for years and years. And they kept saying he had low muscle tone. And where he found that for him, what a big uh, resource is he got a personal trainer and was able to really work on his body. Uh, you know, he started running, he started lifting weights, he started doing more of that type of training, and that actually helped his muscle tone more than some of the other things he was doing. I- I'm just curious. I know for me, uh, I find that I actually, you know, yoga actually is a really good form of exercise for me, as well as um, a f- kind of a mental thing. Um <laughs> Is, have you seen any of that with your kids? Is that something, a, a benefit that some of your students are getting is just like that, just better fitness? Yeah, definitely. Um, just moving their bodies in ways that they typically don't in their day-to-day and then moving back to adding the connection to their breath. They're getting the benefits of yoga and moving their body in new positions with connecting it to their breath, which then actually changes not only their physical body but also their nervous system and just helps their nervous system calm down so that they can feel more regulated even when they're not in the class over time. Nice, nice. Um, you know, you talked about the the program um, with with SOMA, and one of the things that I was, was interested in about is, you know, I'm sure we have people listening from from really all across the country, if, if not all across the world. We just, I actually was surprised by um, just some of the, uh, I just looked at a report where we, we were seeing some of the different um, groups on Facebook who are, who are passing along links to um, our show. And mm-hmm. the different countries, the different places, it was, it was mind-boggling how far-reaching this became. Um, for people out there who are maybe interested in what you're doing and they're motivated, they're like, I love yoga. I want to learn this type of program. Is this a program that, or at least the, the training program, not uh, that you did, not, not the class that you've created. 
Mm-hmm. Is is that something that people can access if they're feeling like I, I'm inspired and I want to do more of this too? Is that something that is in specific places? Do you know yeah. if there's resources out there for people? Yes, definitely. So my teacher's name is Sonia Sumar, and she travels the world teaching her program, which is called Yoga for the Special Child, which she developed because she had her own daughter with Down syndrome, and she did yoga with her every day. Um, Since then, her daughter has passed away, and Sonia now travels the world with her mission to pass along the program that she saw her own daughter benefit so much from. And it's a program for children with all disabilities. And like I say, I had so much personal growth just from taking mm-hmm. the program. It's available not only for therapists, but parents can take the program. She has a, a website, specialyoga.com, which lists all of her trainings throughout the world that she provides. It's a week-long training, and anyone can sign up and take it, and I do highly recommend it. It's really a life-transforming program. I, I think that's what's really, um, for me, in, in some ways the most inspirational thing about what we're talking about is you took this initiative to take this class and now mm-hmm. you're spreading this. There's mm-hmm. something really powerful about that. Yeah, it's and and I and I'm not the only one. So if you look on the website though, there's licensed practitioners throughout the world who were also touched by this program. Oh, wow. And just the way that she shares it, um, she really um, touches each individual, no matter where they are in life, whether they're a therapist or a parent or a caregiver or uh, an adult themselves with special needs have gone through her program as well. You know, one question I wanted to ask you earlier, but we kind of, our just conversation started flowing. Um, I was just curious if, you know, obviously you take a program like this and um, I- I'm, I'm, it's, it's, standardized it's it's probably a curriculum type of uh training um but in developing your class and developing yoga for the special child um or i'm sorry i said uh, yoga for exceptional children um did you is there any personal spins any personal philosophies you really put in there that um were a little bit different well i think what why I'm calling it Yoga for Exceptional Children is I'm really bringing my training as an OT that I believe shapes the class a great deal. So I'm looking at the sensory needs of the students, and I can yoga naturally provides sensory input. Um, all the moving your head up and down provides vestibular input. The weight bearing on your joints, like in downward dog, provides proprioceptive input. So I'm always looking at the class from that spin. I'm then using some music that I personally love that aren't taught in the traditional, that Sonia Sumar doesn't traditionally mm-hmm. teach. So she, um, she uses a lot of music. There's some kids yoga music that I find like my, in my students really uh, are drawn to. And we'll do, we'll do our sun salutations to music, um, as well as without, but I find the music really draws them into sequencing the poses. Nice. Fabulous. Well, I, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I just, I, as I said, for I think at least six months, I've been seeing these flyers and just so curious about the class and wanting to talk about it and learn about it. Um, just to, uh, you know, to give the class a plug, if we do have people here in, in Southern California in the Culver City area, uh, where and when is the class and, and, and how can people uh, look into uh, maybe joining? Yeah, the class is every Wednesday at 3.30 at Goda Yoga in Culver City. And um, if people want to write to me about um, different time requests, because I know there's there's lots of um, scheduling conflicts, so if people have specific requests um, from hearing this show and are interested in creating a class, um, they definitely can contact me, and I'll talk to Cheryl about that. Awesome. And I think, um, am I correct that you have a website as well, uh, yogaforexceptionalchildren.com? Yes. Awesome. And then for anyone out there, just in case you're interested in, in contacting um, Goda and contacting Cheryl, um, as Shauna was mentioning, uh, Goda is G-O-D-A, yoga, Y-O-G-A.com. And they've got a website there too. 
Um, thank you so much. I, I really just enjoyed in talking to you and learning more about this. And hopefully, uh, we bump into each other sometime at the studio. Well, yeah, it's very likely. It sounds like we will now. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. Take care. Thanks, Rob. Take care. All right. Everyone stick around. We're going to take one last commercial break and come back for a couple of closing thoughts. And uh, I'm going to be joined by actually a, a special friend. So we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. Call us today and let us know how we can best support your family at 866-278-1520. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Autism Spectrum Therapies, supporting extraordinary individuals and their families. Visit autismtherapies.com or call 866-278-1520. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus Drug Discount Card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word TALK RADIO to 96362. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host, Rob, or the guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. So we ended uh, our interview with Shauna a little early because I actually wanted to uh, take a few minutes and talk to an old friend of mine. Uh, He's been on the show before. Um, but my good friend Nick is here today, and I'm really excited to talk to him about some of the kind of interesting things he's been doing, some of the interesting extracurricular activities he does, because I thought it would just be cool to, to hear from him and, and uh, compare it with some of the cool things we heard from Shauna. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, man, it's great to talk to you. Um, you know, I was hoping we start off with something really general. So, you know, what are some of your favorite extracurricular activities that you do for fun or you do for exercise? I swim, I rock climb, I ride my unicycle, I juggle, and I'm taking voice lessons. And I have a favorite singer, and his name is Bryn Turple. Oh, I've never heard of him before. Opera. He's from Wales. Ah, of course. I forgot that you really, you have a very diverse taste in music. You know, my question for you is, you know, is there, are there specific activities? Like, what do you really like about some of these activities? Well, because they help me get better and better. Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean by better? Is it that they help you feel better? Do they help you? They help, they, they help me, uh, yeah, they help me feel better. They, uh, they help me uh, perform. Okay. How long have you been, like, for example, rock climbing, how long have you been doing that for? For five years. Wow, for some reason I thought it was longer. I went you... with my dad to Joshua Tree, and we went rock climbing with a guide named Mike. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were, you really, were you really good at rock climbing when you started, or was it something you had to practice and get better at over time? I, it, was something I had, it was something I had to practice over time. Wait, did you, was that hard for you to like not be as good at? when you started or was it very easy for you to accept that? It was very easy for me to accept that. Really? See, I think that's, I think that's really cool. Um, 
with, is there something or any of your activities like swimming or juggling something that was hard for you to, it was it something that you didn't like being good or was it hard for you not to be good at it right away? Um, is that something you had to practice being comfortable with? So, um, it, it was hard. It was easy. Okay. I understand you. You're such an even keeled guy. I'm actually not, I shouldn't be that surprised that it was, it was something you embraced right away. Um, it makes me better. Okay. Do you feel like, you know, we talked about exercise and I, you do between swimming and juggling and unicycling and rock climbing. Um, do you feel like that's something that's helped you become, you know, more fit, more, uh, and put you in better health? Yeah. Was that something you wanted to do or is that something that just was a, a coincidence? It's uh, something uh, I still want to do. Really? Why, why is that a goal for you? Oh, because I want to perform. I want to do, I, I want to be healthy and strong mm-hmm. and to get girls. <laughs> hey, I think that's a good thing to wish for and to desire. Um, you know, one last question, because we're almost out of time and I want to make sure. Actually, no, sorry. We've got more time than I thought we did. Don't worry. We got more than one last question. Um, you, you talked about performing. Are you are you talking about like performing on stage and singing and those types of things? Yeah. So do you think that all the fitness you do, the swimming and the rock climbing helps you be a better performer on stage? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 helps you be better on stage? Well, what helps me feel better on stage is number one focusing and following directions. Number three Memorizing my lines and not forgetting mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and being and being fearless on stage to everybody else. Hmm. Awesome. That ma- you know that makes so much sense because you probably have to concentrate when you're rock climbing. You have to really concentrate for where you're going to grip the next hold. And obviously, I've seen you unicycle, and I don't know how you do that. Like I, I couldn't balance or concentrate like you do. But that's got to help you focus when you're trying to remember your lines or sing a song or handle a crowd of people in front of you. Memorize lines is so easy for me. Then that is a talent that you've got that I don't. I definitely struggle memorizing lines. Uh, What have you have you done any performances recently? Is there anything you've done over the last couple of months? Uh, Tell us about it. I performed. With the Fly Singers at a place in West and in downtown LA and mm-hmm. USC, and we performed at the Miracle Children's Workshop where I ran into Rahil. I was just going to ask you: Is that where you saw Rahil? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you know she sent me a photo of the two of you together? That's cool. Yeah, we uh, it was I got it. I was in New York, which is why I was uh, I wasn't at that event. So that's I was very happy to see you, you had a very cool hat. I have I forgot to tell you your hat was very cool that day. You're welcome. Um, you know, one of the things I'm curious about from you is you've got all these cool activities. Um, I know you spend some of them you do with your dad, some of them do you do with your mom. Um, have they you know out of curiosity is it something that's you know, you've been able to make new friends or meet new people through all these different um, activities. What? Have you been able to meet new people, make new friends through performances or for yeah. through swimming? Yeah, I've made new friends. Awesome. Any, is it, are these people who have similar interests from you? Are they people who maybe they're very different from you, but you got to meet over this type of activity? Yeah, I've Okay. Cool. The live singers I met um Rachel, Tristan, Miles. Nice. And, and do you guys ever do you I, ever do stuff outside of I think Rachel has stuff outside. Okay. So we have now we have about one minute left. So is there anything I haven't talked to you about, any question I didn't ask you, anything you want to share with us we haven't uh discussed so far? Yeah. How did you 
and your uh, wife meet? That's a great question. And I know for you, it's something that's really important to you because, as you mentioned, you're, you're getting fit to meet girls. Uh, we met at actually a party when we were in college. So we met at a party where it was a bunch of different people who actually like kind of like you're doing. We all had different interests and had similar groups of friends, and it was a club putting on a party together. So it was people who all had a similar interest as this club that was on campus. That's wonderful. That's, that, 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 that's wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Well, I've got to, I'm going to have to say goodbye because I've got one minute to close up the show and say goodbye to our audience. Um, thank thank you, you have, for interviewing me. Thank you for being on the show. We're going to have you on again, obviously, in a few months because I love talking to you, and it's, it's always great to catch up on the show. Bye, my friend. You're, right. You are local. You're amazing. <laughs> thank you. That is uh, – thank you. you. You're just making me blush, and, uh, and I appreciate you too. Thank you. Um, I, you know what? I, I don't have anything to say to everyone out there. I, I don't know if I could end uh, or, or feel any better after, uh, after just talking to Nick and, and his kind words. Um, I, hope all the, <laughs> I, I hope all of you guys have a fabulous – week um next week we are going to be joined by uh a local state senator here in california holly mitchell um i know i'm really excited to talk to her talking a little bit about government and public advocacy and and getting a little bit of a different perspective that i think regardless of what state you live in uh i think you're going to get some insight into how our system works so please join me next week uh, when we talk to uh to holly mitchell have a great one everyone take care We hope you've had some questions about autism answered this week. Autism Spectrum Radio can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Please join us for another edition next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 